Good everyone and welcome to episode 6 of Playconomics Plus where we continue to break down the business behind our favorite video games and provide you with even sweeter financial context for industry trends. I'm one of your hosts Matt Mascari and join with me as always this guy right here Bobby Kowicki. Wow that was the goddamn lead up I got this guy right (laughs) here. (laughs) This guy in the screen over there, yeah. That's how you describe somebody who like sneezed on you on the subway. You, you this know, guy right here. You wow. know that I'm Ron Burgundy and I can only read what's on the teleprompter. I cannot Christ. do anything else. If I'm not reading off a screen, I'm not speaking. If the KGB kidnaps me and they call you, they're like, Matt, you have to improvise or vamp or else it's Bobby and the acid. <laughs> they're going to be like, Matt, Matt, we need you to do one play economics opening that you're not reading directly from a script that you wrote and you're not reading word for word. You don't even have to improvise the whole thing. You just cannot read exactly what you wrote. You'd be dead. Right I wouldn't even acid. have a shot. Yeah, I would just tell them to kill you. Right in the eels. Oh, yeah, there's God. just no reason to give you the hope. You're just... Well, speaking of hope... We're yeah. talk- Excellent transition. What a transition. <laughs> we're what's, talking what's about... What's the topic today? The, the topic today is the hope and dream that some of our favorite franchises would get reborn. Redone and remade. Brought back from the dead. What franchises are... Maybe not the most financially viable, but at this point in time in our shared collective history, which game franchises deserve to and should be brought back for another outing? Matt picked five. I picked five. I don't know which ones Matt picked. I don't know which ones I picked because I didn't even write them down. Do you and, have honorable uh, mentions? Just no. out of curiosity. No, All right, I, well, I got, I got my, to see I, My last honorable mentions have like happened, and yeah. I said two of them was Max Payne, and Dino Crisis were my honorable mentions. Dino Crisis didn't actually happen. If you watched Monday's episode of the news, uh, Dino Crisis didn't happen. Um, something Dinosaur Evolved. Predator something. Exoprimal yeah. is yeah, what yeah, they yeah. were going with. Yeah, but Matt, they, are we going from most excited to least excited? Did you order yours no, or you're just throwing ex- out? I went from least excited to most excited, but I'm going to start with two honorable mentions. If you guys are longtime listeners of the podcast, you know, you'll understand the justification of my first honorable mention. First honorable mention, I would like them to completely redo, revamp, and revitalize the World of Warcraft franchise. I Next, understand. Matt, no, no, I people understand. People are that, out. Yeah, We're yeah. losing people. People are crashing their cars <laughs> just so they can stop the Spotify stream. I just bring it to Xbox and I'll be happy. And then <laughs> second is a... A Sarah pick <laughs> is the Half-Life series. And I had to explain to her <laughs> that Half-Life that, Alex came out. Yeah. No, no, no. She she had played that one. Didn't like it because it was VR. But she was like, I need a fully dedicated new Half-Life game. And I was like, eh, with the success they're getting from Steam and the Steam Deck, I don't really think that's going to happen. And I had to break that to her. And it was a very uncomfortable conversation that I had to have this morning. Regardless, Bobby. What is your number five? So my number five pick, and I didn't order mine, deal with it or don't, that's on you. 
What but do you mean five, it's not ordered? Stop, stop. All right, stop. so my least I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first, and you order yours like a no, civilized I, I, I've, I've podcast. No, I've got mine ordered. I've got okay. mine ordered. So the one I'm le- least excited about, but the one that the one that I'm least excited about because I think it will ha- it's the most likely to happen, but the one I need to happen sooner is a new proper Fallout game. Is that is the series I want redone and to the parameters how, how revitalized. Is that, how is that any different than my World of Warcraft take? Because Fallout's good. And oh. sp- speaking, <laughs> um, no, when I say when I say a proper Fallout, I'm saying not even like Fallout 4. I want a New Vegas style Fallout game in terms of the amount of story that's told, the amount of living that's in the world. Like we're playing Elden Ring, we're playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Now is the time more than ever for a company like Bethesda to step up and really show us in a post-Witcher 3, you know, post-Horizon Zero Dawn, post-Breath of the Wild world, what what an open world Fallout game could be. That's my number five. I get that. And plus with the TV show. And yeah, it yeah, it needs of Fallout seventy six. Oh, so bad. And I don't think Fallout four would have been remembered as badly if Fallout seventy six didn't come out and just like it was like oh Fallout three, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout four, and then like Fallout four got lumped into that slump. That and the Witcher. 76. I think yeah. the Witcher is the biggest reason for Fallout four is. The I, lack of rose-colored goggles on Fallout 4. Because yeah. Fallout 4 came out in November. I think Witcher came out in May. And I think everyone was still so high on Witcher that they were like, oh, this is it? Okay. Yeah, I did really like Fallout 4, though. Not as much as 3 in New Vegas, but I did like it. Uh, my number 5 is something that I think is going to happen because it just got trademarked by Square Enix. Is a remaster, remake. I don't care how they need to give me this content but I want Gex. I want Gex the Gecko back. And there's there's not really much I could say about it. There's not any rhyme or reason to it. It's just we need him. <laughs> the world needs Gex. I feel like this franchise, and it wasn't until I like ran into like a Reddit um, page about Gex the Gecko that I really like went back and thought about how much fun I actually had playing that game. Mm-hmm. It was so good, and it I feel like it doesn't get remembered anymore. Probably and for it, good reason. I mean, I guess it, it was a run-of-the-mill platformer in a Is time it? where platformers were king. And I could it get it got lost in the shuffle, but I just think of some of the things and like the adult humor that they slid into Gex before it was cool to put adult humor in video games and things like that. It was just, it was a really cool franchise. It was a fun take on the spy game. Kind of like the way that you like Sly Cooper so much. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about Gex the Gecko. That's unreasonable. Nobody should yeah. that I, way. But. I understand the Sly Cooper was like unconditionally a better game. Than yeah. Gex the Gecko, but bring back Gex. Give me your number four. 
My number four pick for games that I think need to be refreshed, revitalized, and are financially viable. Oh, they need to be financially viable? That gets rid of three and two of my list. Good, good. <laughs> is Shit, wasn't a criteria when I made it. And this is not a game that I have any love for, but a game that I know is culturally important and I know would sell gangbusters. If you say Kingdom Hearts. No. Banjo-Kazooie. I would love that. I would I love that. I think, especially with Banjo-Kazooie being in Smash yeah. and Microsoft owning Rare and them not having a platformer to compete with Ratchet and Clank, I think if... At the next E3, Microsoft came out. Rare splash screen. Even if it's just a remake, like a ground-up remake of Banjo 1, yep. I know people in my life who would um, like run through a brick wall with happiness at a new Banjo-Kazooie game. And I know it would print money. It would. It would be in the same realm as like the... Uh, Spyro Reignited Trilogy, the Crash yep. Trilogy. And like I feel like it doesn't get remembered as fondly as those two games. But it's it got was a cult following though. Yeah. Yeah. Um that it's funny you say that. Are you are you good with your um your pick of banjo and yeah, your explanation behind goddamn it? bear with a bird and he collects puzzle pieces from a witch. Look, what do you want from me, Matt? Okay. I would I've been a like long to, week. I would like to mention Banjo-Kazooie is my main in Smash, and I will serve you hands at any time whenever you would like it on Banjo. You, you step into my world when I am when I got Cloud on the sticks. I'm sending Banjo back to the forest, okay? Cloud is my, Cloud is my other main. He is my number yeah. two. Solid. Yeah, he's good, but I will totally destroy you in Banjo. And that goes for anyone else that is listening to this podcast. See me on Smash. However... Speaking of characters that should be in Smash, the my number four pick for what should be revitalized, remade, remastered. If you say, if you say Blinks, no, no, I it almost made it to the honorable mentions because I loved the Blinks games. I really did. They were the my like. I have very very fond memories of playing Blinks. However, with the success of the reignited trilogy, mm-hmm. it's time that we get another Spyro game. A brand new Spyro game. Potentially uh, potentially a more... I don't want to say adult because it ruins the appeal of Spyro. I'll say adult. Spyro, he just got divorced. She took the kids. He's on his <laughs> own. What? How does Spyro navigate these troubled waters? Does he end up on Jerry? You know, but that's a Spyro game I want to see. I think the Spyro characters are lovable. They're funny. It has a world primed for a better open world. Kind of like how they... Mario 64 was really, really good. It was one of the best games of all time. Upper echelon, upper echelons of games, specifically for its time. Mario Odyssey took a jump to a even better game. Uh, correct. Yes. I need Spyro's version of Mario Odyssey. I don't know what it is. I'm not a game developer, and I don't know what would be needed for the Spyro franchise to take it to that next leap. I can't even quantify really what is in Mario Odyssey that makes it significantly better than 
the previous platforms that came. Oh, before. I'll tell you right now what makes Mario Odyssey better: Hit Mario's me. nipples. <laughs> the fact that you see them on the beach isn't that what you wanted in a Mario game, Matt? Because that's what Nintendo thought you wanted. And I don't that's even know Nintendo. if you're serious. I really don't. I don't know if you're serious right now. However, I want something that takes Spyro to the next level. I don't know what it is. It needs something to bring it into modern times. I really, really think they missed an opportunity with Skylanders. I don't want them to bring that back. No. Look, I, I think Spyro's primed, and I, I agree with you. I mean, if you look at w- what they did with Crash, you had the Crash Insane trilogy, and then you had Crash 4, a Four, proper yeah. sequel. Yep. They had the Reignited trilogy. I could see us getting a new Spyro game. I don't think it needs to be a new thing. I just think it needs to be the best version of sp- that Spyro gameplay. I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel, right? Like, Crash 4 didn't reinvent the wheel in terms of Crash uh, platforming. It was just a very, very good platformer with Crash yeah. Bandicoot. And that's all yeah. it needed to be. Yeah, I, I, re- I just think it's such a marketable character. And I could be wrong, and that maybe is why they scrapped it. Because it couldn't compete with something like Crash or assets were better used somewhere else. But I think with the the success of the Reignited Trilogy and how well those games turned out i would love to see toys for bob work on another game for Spyro. i'm almost positive at least in the acquisition uh toys for bob got uh absorbed or is that no yeah they're part of it absorbed okay yeah they're part of it and and they got freed up because the um the call of duty like no longer year releases the fact that they're deleting the 2020 or they're getting rid of the 2023 release and pushing it to 2024 i'm assuming means that abk isn't going to be all hands on deck call of duty every year uh hold on pause because who they also did the tony hawk vicarious visions that's who i was thinking of vicarious vision okay yeah but like it's very well known that like for the call of duty games to get developed every year and to be as good of successes as they are regardless of how people receive them later on and that next iteration but toys for bob was pulled into them if needed i agree and i i would love i'd to love see to see another spyro spyro's good he's good for kids he's he's you know he doesn't he, he doesn't take too many strong political stances spyro's a good guy yeah love spyro what's your number three my number three pick for games that should be redone, remade, revitalized, remastered, rejuvenated. And especially since Hitman 3 did so well in the stealth genre. You probably think I'm going to say Metal Gear. I'm not going to say Metal Gear. I want a new Splinter Cell. A lot of people want a new, but I want a new Splinter Cell that is not made by Ubisoft. I was going to say, didn't they just announce? They did. But I don't want a Ubisoft, uh, the Ubisoftification of Splinter Cell. Okay. I don't want the large map. What are you playing? I hear what are we playing? I hear whatever you're playing in my oh, headphones. You're routing was, your audio. My my fault. I was searching something. It was lot, my next thing. Sorry. A lot of moaning. Um, <laughs> Yikes. So 
again, I think Splinter Cell works in the same way that Hitman 3 works as a stealth game. Yeah. Splinter Cell does not work in the new Ubisoft formula of Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, the division of here's an open world with 184 million things to do and a 16,000 hour DLC pack you're never going to play and never going to finish and it's monetized to death. It's not what I want. Yeah. I want a tight 25 to 30 hour campaign of Sam Fisher in the dark on my HDR TV on the pipes, sneaking around, silencer mode. That's what I want. Give me that splinter cell. I would love it. I would love it. And so what I was looking up, because I don't know if you've ever played this game, um, and I wasn't able to do it. Was it the game I sent you on Discord earlier? No, it wasn't. Uh, It is Rampage. Oh, that's a great pick. <laughs> that's a great pick. If you've never played Rampage, the whole premise of this game is that you are a giant Godzilla-type monster. You get to pick your character at the beginning of the level. You're uh, an alligator, a wolf, or a yeah. gorilla. And you smash shit. And that's it. How much damage you do, how much destruction... How many buildings you break? How many fires you start? How many cars you crush? Also, Banger movie with The Rock. Was it good? Of, yeah, I actually low-key loved that movie. It was so fun. I, I, I didn't see it, but it was like at the end of that game, like the end of that level, I just felt satisfied. I was like, I smashed the shit out of that building, and I got a yeah. cool score because of it. And I think it's just a simple game. I would even take it as a mobile game. It's just Stop it. I would. It's just such an easy game to get into and to develop. It would be light like it would just be amazing. And on top of that, I could see some wild multiplayer. I thought you were going to say fan art, in which case I have oh. some links for you. Stop it. Those are the other things <laughs> I was looking up. But no, I, I could see a nice little multiplayer aspect of it. I could see a nice little co-op to it. Just a very good, solid Game Pass game. That's what Rampage hmm. would be. It would be great for Spartacus. It would be get, great for Game Pass. And Steam would get it for free. Whatever service you're using, put it on there for free. Instantly able to buy new skins for your gorilla because who doesn't want to be a clown gorilla you gotta stop drinking tell my clown gorillas (laughs) i don't know why that was the first costume that i thought of but like imagine rampaging a building as a gorilla dressed in a clown suit i think it was because i just watched the episode of gotham where they put penguin in a clown suit gonna say i might I might. I wanted to go see that Batman movie. I don't know if I'm gonna get to it. Apparently, it's very good. Yeah, I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm gonna wait till it comes on something I can stream, so I don't have to spend seventy five dollars to go watch a movie in a room full of people I don't want to be around and eat uh, like cardboard nachos for forty five dollars. Ew, you're a nachos at the movies guy. I'm anyway. actually a pretzel bites guy. <sighs> It's either that or I take my popcorn and dump a box of Bunch of Crunch into the popcorn. 
I first, nobody's asking for you to go to the movies with me. And this first, is why I don't go to the movies. First Gex, now this. Okay. Oh, stop it. What's your number two? Shut up. So my number two, technically number four pick. God damn it. We need another Silent Hill game. We need Silent Hills. The Hideo Kojima Guillermo del Toro project was two silent had, two hills. Had so yeah two two hills two silent. <laughs> it just had so much potential, and like horror games are in such a different place now than they were. Even when PT Silent Hills got announced, like Resident Evil Four, Resident like hell, I would just take a ground up remake of Silent Hill Two the way they did Resident Evil Remake Two. I would love that. I don't even need. Silent Hill 2 is widely regarded as the best Silent Hill. I'd agree. But anyway, the horror genre is ripe for it. It doesn't need to be Kojima. Although, I would, that is like a dream to have his weird mind work on like a psychological horror game like Silent Hill. Um, and that, that's all I have to say. The horror genre is ripe for it when you've got games like Outlast and Slender and Amnesia, like. Silent Hill is the reason all of those games exist. So we need five another one. Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. Oh, God, Five Nights at Freddy's. That's another franchise that I'd rather be sent to Ukraine to fight on the yeah. fronts than play. You would think that. I, I, the like a month ago, I had my little brother stay over and I didn't even play. I watched him play Five Nights at Freddy's for like six hours. It is so entertaining. And I can't wait for Five Nights at Freddy's 6, I think they're up to. But I literally had him download every single Five Nights at Freddy's on my Xbox, and he played every single one of them. And I was like, first of all, how on earth are you doing this? Second of all, do you like my headphones like this? Like I'm a a member of Daft Punk? I'm throwing these headphones in a goddamn gulch. Uh, They're Nicole's, but they hurt my ears so bad. Right in a gulch after this recording. Okay. Okay. My number two... (laughs) Another game that I don't know if you have ever played. A solid Sega exclusive. Vector Man. And if you haven't played... I can't tell if you're serious. I'm 100% serious. Have you ever played Vector Man? No. um, No. um, I know what it is, but why, Matt? It is a side-scroller. Uh huh. And it's the only side scroller outside of the Metroid franchise. And even the Metroid franchise, I would take Vector Man over that. I said what I said. Matt's been drinking heavily, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, who is listening to this. Matt's been, Matt is heavily inebriated at this point in time. He's throwing out things like Vector Man. He's just, first of all, Vector Man was an extremely difficult game for the time. Because you're on Dreamcast or Master System or Jaguar or whatever failed ass Sega console. It was the Genesis. Relax. And I not say I did I not say Genesis. You didn't. And it might have been because I was playing it at seven, the ripe age of seven years old, and I didn't fully have hand dexterity. Who knows? Regardless, maybe it was my t- tiny little child mind. That wanted Vector Man. But I looked up 
not on Twitch, obviously, because no one is playing Vector Man on Twitch. That what a shame it is. But I looked up old footage on YouTube. It was mm-hmm. pretty difficult. Yeah, like Altered Beast and those other like very, you know, niche games. And I don't know. I feel like it was it never quite made it to like an Altered Beast status where like it's a cult classic and like a generally popular game that no one really plays anymore, but had a really devote cult following at the time. Mm -hmm. They came out with Vector Man 2. It was on the Dreamcast, and I they, would not they buy lost, a Dreamcast. They lost the heart. Didn't have any heart in it anymore. There was no heart for Vector Man. All I know is I want a new Vector Man. We need a new side-scroller. Why not make it Vector Man? Love to see it. Um, Fair enough, I guess. I mean, it's a, a terrible pick, Matt. I, I'm sorry. You're, you're one of my best friends, but that I'm only telling you this because I love you. You but know what? Next year for your birthday, I'm buying you a Sega Genesis and I'm buying you a copy of Vector Man. Please don't. I you will not be allowed in my house with a copy Whatever. of Vector. Whatever. Uh, my number one pick oh, for a game. What is Google Play? Yeah, it's got to be like a an app. Yeah, how do I get it? Please don't. Please. Oh, it's on Steam. It's on. I'm downloading it right now. My number one pick for the game I would want to see revitalized, remade, rejuvenated, redone, reworked, reimagined, reinvigorated, reassembled. Vector Man. Matt, have you ever heard of a little game called The Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction? Yes. That is it. You didn't expect me to say that one. No. You didn't. No, I didn't. But we I got a banger from Insomniac on Spider-Man. We're going to get an absolute masterpiece in Wolverine. That Hulk game on the GameCube was one of the most fun things ever. And just like you said, with Rampage, Hulk Ultimate Destruction is just running around yep. doing Hulk shit. Specifically, the coolest thing was, and I don't know if you remember this, where you take the you car. You snap the dog. Yeah. No. Oh, no. What? Never what? mind. Nope, Different nope. game. Right. I don't know what Different the hell game. you're talking about. I would say you take the car and you punch the cars into the ground and they turn into like boxing yeah, gloves. They, I do remember metal. that as well. Yeah. You got to over. What I was talking about is you got to overpower one of the like mutant dogs and like you cracked its jaw and. You're it. thinking of the. Oh, okay. We're thinking of two different games. You're thinking of the Incredible Hulk movie. Okay. No, With yeah. Eric game. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not what I'm talking about. Okay. So nobody talks. Yeah, look up Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Okay. It is a very different game where you're the Hulk and it's an open world and it's got like Spider-Man 2 PS2 graphics and you just run around and do Hulk shit. Hmm. I would like that. You'd love it. You'd love it. I'd buy a PS5 for that. You can find this, I guarantee you, on Steam. That I guarantee you can find on Steam. Yeah, uh, Vector Man is on Steam. It's ninety nine cents. I I already bought it. It's uh ninety eight cents more than it's worth. <laughs> okay, whatever. My number one pick, and there's no way you're gonna agree with this because there's no way that you actually played this game. And this comes off the back of me trying to play Fell Arbiter. 
this comes Oh, I off knew it. Yeah, I could have guessed this from a mile away. Of me being a big fan of the final of um no. So far. Yeah, Fell Seal. And then there was I'm currently playing Triangle Strategy. The Strategic Triangles. I love the Fire Emblem series. They need to bring back the Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced series. The first one was in my top five games of all time. Mm-hmm. The second one ambitiously tried to do too much and fell short and was not as good as it could have been. I need a Switch version of it. Uh, there's no reason not to with all of the absolute... I don't want to say trash, but there's so many tactical RPGs that are so good. And for each of those, you get like five of them that are awful. Okay, fair and enough. As good as Fire Emblem was, and I think Three Houses is still the pinnacle of what a strategy RPG should be or a tactical RPG should be, Fire, Fire Emblem Three Houses is the best. Final okay, Fantasy Tactics enough. Advance is was close back then. Like I would put Fire Emblem Three Houses and then Final Fan the original Tactics Advance right underneath it. Everything else is miles below it, and they yeah, have the, they have the opportunity to get it going and to really I, do a good job on it. I think a lot of people share that sentiment. I'm surprised. There's there's always rumblings that they're going to make another one, but I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we saw another one. Yeah, I check Reddit. I would say once a year, and every year they're like, next year it's going to get announced. Blah blah blah. Final Fantasy yeah, like, Tactics like, Three, like Bloodborne Two, like Bloodborne yeah. Two, yeah, Half Life Three. Matt, this was a lovely episode. Love it. But Short, let us know down below in the comments. What's a game a game series you would like? Revitalized, remade, rejuvenated, redone, reassembled, reimagined, reworked, remastered. I said remastered, but we got we hit all the topics. Whatever. Let us know in the comments below if you like what you're hearing. Leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're taking this content. Send it to a friend you think will find it just as valuable as you did. Subscribe on YouTube. Tell me love me on TikTok. And until next time. Robert Pattinson might be a good bad man.